This is Jerry Bingham, host of Hush Loudly on WGN+. No one individual can truly be successful when it comes to things that you are doing as a team and as a group. It really requires everyone to play their part and to actually contribute when you're working in a group environment, particularly in fashion, because no one individual can do it alone. Hi everyone, this is Kenny Anderson and you're listening to Hush Loudly on WGN. Hello everyone and welcome back to Hush Loudly. We have another interesting, fabulous guest to talk to today. His name is Kenny Anderson. When it comes to fashion, Kenny advises to make sure you have a really good tailor because good style means a good fit. As a corporate retail executive now with various companies, Kenny has led large teams responsible for developing assortments that many clients have enjoyed. When asked what he does for a living, Kenny says, I help people decide what to wear. Kenny's career aspirations were far from that of the fashion industry. In fact, growing up, his desire was to be a financial accountant. But after a compelling discussion with a company recruiter and now friend, he was ultimately exposed to a more interesting path, a path that allowed him to tap into various interests such as design, product, logistics, process, business, and analytics. He is most proud of his accomplishment as a first-generation college graduate, where Kenny received his bachelor's degree in business and supply chain management from Michigan State University. He developed his retail skills through an executive training program, starting as a merchandise planner in the corporate buying office of Dayton Hudson Marshall Fields. He later joined Hugo Boss and then Giorgio Armani, where through proven leadership, dedication, and extreme focus was entrusted with increased financial responsibility, along with developing the careers of others, ultimately moving quickly up the ranks to senior vice president of merchandising. His parents were instrumental to his success, primarily his mom, by instilling the belief that anything is possible. He's reminded of this during moments of adversity and will not allow anything to interfere with his purpose to see things through life's much larger lens. For fun, Kenny enjoys playing golf, exercise, and international travel with his wife, Kimberly. Active in mentorship, he finds it most rewarding to dedicate time mentoring students and young professionals on critical matters, such as overcoming college debt and developing successful wealth management techniques to create a roadmap to financial freedom. He believes it is critical to invest in today's youth as we have a responsibility as people of color to educate ourselves and others in these most important areas to truly build a solid foundation and move forward. So welcome, Kenny Anderson, to Hush Loudly. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here to have this conversation with you, and uh, congrats so far on your success with the podcast. And Thank you. For this chat. Thank you. So, okay, Kenny, are you an introvert? 
I am an introvert, absolutely. This is something that I've spent some time thinking about over the years, and primarily for me, when it comes to the definition of introvert, it's someone who finds their energy from within, and that is definitely me. Mm -hmm. um, I am someone who likes to process. I'm someone who likes to observe the surroundings. I'm someone who likes to come up with my ideas and think, you know, within in terms of figuring out what it is that I need to do next steps or at work or et cetera. And so that's, that's something that defines me in a, in a positive way and other attributes that I've grown to really accept. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and a few people, a, a lot of people that I talk to will have their stories about how when they say they're an introvert, people want to fight with them about it. And they say, no, you're not. You do this. You hang out. You're that. And then that's always an opportunity to explain what an introvert actually is. And so I'm glad that you explained that about how you process, how you recharge, uh, probably how you're most creative. And that's all just from within and not needing external sources like extroverts to and can you describe your demeanor? And I'm curious about the workplace and at home. Most of us tend to be more of a calm, mild-mannered sort of type. And so I'm curious about your demeanor. Absolutely. You know, being an introvert doesn't mean that you necessarily like to be alone. I right. enjoy socializing. I enjoy spending time with friends. And I certainly have had to engage with my coworkers in the office as well uh, on, on multiple occasions at group meetings and group think projects. So when it comes to my demeanor, essentially, I'm someone who is very chill, mm -hmm. very calm, relaxed. Yeah. Uh, I can also certainly be laid back as well. Yes. I, I I like to sit back and observe and I consider myself also to be a really good listener. Yeah. And uh these are, are strong attributes because they allow for me to actually tap into things that an extrovert or someone who is more social socially engaging and gets their energy from a group of people they would maybe potentially miss some things, but I feel like I'm able to pick some of those things up because of these attributes. I, I definitely also switch between the home uh, persona and the work persona. And at home, I'm, I'm much more in my, my element. I'm able to just literally sit back and think and just process what took place throughout the day and or spend a lot of time processing, you know, what I intend to do tomorrow or in the future. And then at work, where I would spend a significant amount of time with either my team or other executive colleagues, there's much more engagement and in, mm -hmm. in that interaction with them because we're talking about the, the, the business and what it is that we need to achieve and what are our goals and targets are financially and or projects that we need to accomplish. So in a lot of ways, sometimes I end up being like an extroverted introvert at work. At home, I'm just chill. Yeah, and a lot of us, we turn it on, um, and when it's something we're passionate about, you know, we can talk for days, and we turn it on 
to complete a task or to complete a responsibility or do something, and then we're drained and we need to go home and lay on the couch. And we're just chilling and relaxing and processing our day. And so versus the extrovert who may be jazzed after this big presentation and ready to go to the bar or ready to go and hang out with a group of 12 people, of course, we are able to do everything, and I say introverts do everything better. I say introverts are the best leaders, but that's just my bias because the things that you talked about, the attributes of observation, listening, we see things that others don't see, and we're able to use those things to create magic and to do what we do and do so well. So, you know, I always have to give props to to my introverts. And so fascinated by your career, merchandising for luxury brands really sounds like an unbelievable, amazing, and cool career. And when I was reading your bio, I was thinking about Devil Wears Prada, even though I know she was not a merchandiser, but it just made me think back to that movie, which I love so much. And I remember a line where she talked about the people in this room decide what you're wearing or something like that, which is so interesting. So I'd love for you to tell us about how you got into this. So I know you were thinking about going into accounting first. What led you here? And then I have to give a shout-out to Marshall Fields from the Chicago Southside Girl and the Walnut Room where my mom used to take me and the Frango Mint. Oh, wow. The windows at Christmas, all of that. So shout out to Marshall Fields. But tell us about your journey and what led you into this industry. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you never know where you're going to end up. You know, there are so many students that I talk to and they're trying to figure out what it is that they're going to do for their career, for their life, for the future. And I've always just said now, later in life, Choose something, go for that, and then don't turn your back to any future opportunities. For me, when I was younger, I believed that I was going to become an accountant. I always had an interest in in finances and the, the money aspect of things, and so that was an, something that I targeted that I was so thinking that I was going to absolutely go into. And then when I proceeded to go to college, I knew that I wanted to study business, but I had stumbled upon a different industry that covered a lot of different areas, and it was called supply chain management. And it specifically spoke to purchasing, buying, operations, logistics, and things of this nature. And those are areas that are actually important no matter what industry you're in be it the automobile industry, be it the tech industry, be it the fashion industry, be it the grocery industry. There's just so many different areas that that covered. And I felt being a first-generation college student that I wanted to make sure that I studied something that would benefit me in the long run but wouldn't necessarily pigeonhole me into one particular area. And so with that, I was very involved during my college years, actually, and I went to a career fair, and I came across a recruiter who was there for Dayton Hudson Marshall Field specifically, and we spent some time talking and chatting, and she gave me some insight into the fact that you get to manage your own business and you get to tap into all of these different areas 
around supply chain management, but just different facets of the business, such as marketing, such as the buying, such as allocation, such as analyzing. And I found this to be appealing. So it intrigued me, and I thought, oh, this could be interesting. And mind you, I already had an opportunity confirmed with Motorola, which was based in mm-hmm. Chicago, Illinois, had been mm-hmm. there earlier, one year prior. And so this kind of took me off my path. And mm-hmm. I found that it was something that was very, very dynamic because you do tap into the different areas of your brain from creative to analytics. And this is what drew me in. So it was a great opportunity to spend some time with uh, Marshall Fields. Yes, right there based in Chicago. You mentioned Frago Mints and that <laughs> just took me back and those are so good. And uh, I particularly always enjoyed my store visit to Chicago, State Street right there. We spent a lot of time there as well. And in the fashion career, I started off on the planning side. So I was very much analytical and that's part of who I am as a person anyway, studying the mm-hmm. numbers, studying the process, you know, what makes the product after it gets designed be appealing to the clients, to the customers, and what makes them decide to come back and buy it frequently and regularly. And so I was more intrigued by that and the business side of things. And as a result, it took me to a variety of different uh, areas within fashion. So from Marshall Fields, where I started off in analytics, I then ultimately moved over to Hugo Boss, and that's where I really, you know, honed in on my my skills in terms of understanding retail and fashion, and got involved in buying there, and did everything under the sun from being involved in the store to working in the logistics department, managing the sample sales, doing some allocation of product to the stores, buying some product for the outlets as well. And so I spent a significant amount of time in that company, ultimately moving up in the ranks. And so what I found is that the fashion industry taps into like multiple parts of someone's desires in their brain. And it doesn't matter what it is that you study, whether it be psychology or finance or logistics, fashion and retail is an area and an industry out there that has something for you. And you can, it's very rewarding, hard work at the same time, but super rewarding. And then, of course, there's the product and the design elements as well, which are the more exciting components. Mm-hmm. And this is where most people aspire to be. Mm-hmm. You can certainly do that, but you have all these other areas as well that you can tap into also. Well, this is all just so new and, and interesting to me. I heard you on an interview recently when you talked about how you nurture and support and and help your team members grow. And in your answer, it's like you are telling my listeners, kind of like this is for you, so I can see that it's in you. That's who you are, helping others and, and helping them grow. So I'd love if you could talk about how you lead your teams and, and how you help them grow and help them with their future and reach their goals. Yeah, you know, for me, I was fortunate enough, actually, during my Marshall Field days to out with a really strong team aspect of things. We had some great successes financially as a group. We met our targets. And so that that approach was actually presented to me by leaders that I was under at that time. And I carried that approach throughout the rest of my career because no one individual can truly be successful when it comes to 
things that you are doing as a team and as a group. It really requires everyone to play their part and to actually contribute when you're working in a group environment, particularly in fashion, because no one individual can do it alone. And mm-hmm. I revert back to even, you know, I'm going to use a, an example from Chicago, the famous Michael Jordan, you know, mm-hmm. he is going to go down as the greatest for sure of all time. And mm-hmm. he is the Chicago Bulls, of course. But individually, with all the accomplishments that he made and that he did and that he was able to achieve, he won those six championships. And it was remarkable because he won three and then he took a break and came back and won another three. But Mm -hmm. he won those championships with the efforts of an entire team. Mm -hmm. And everyone played their part and everyone had a piece in that success. And I kind of take that same approach when it comes to me being in the office and me being a leader with my own team. I particularly like it when we succeed together. Everyone contributes and everyone is able to put their ideas in. And it's empowering, I think. And I found that that was the case for me when my leaders gave me the opportunity to do things and take my advice and I could see that success. And I like to actually pay that forward with my own team. And as a result, I make it you know, interesting and fun because mm-hmm. fashion is supposed to be fun. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to be overly serious, which sometimes they can be. Mm-hmm. But when you achieve things together as a group, it is just so much more rewarding. And that's the approach that I take when it comes to, like, leading my team. I agree. That that sounds amazing. And I'm sure if I talk to your team, they'd say you're a great boss or one of their great bosses. Um, I have no doubt they'd say that. Speaking of fashion, I am so curious about how you dress. Like, are you super stylish? You super fly every day? What? And in that industry, what is it? I mean, I know, let's say pre-COVID, when you were going into the office every day, and I don't know if you're doing that now, but do you go into an office and how do you dress? What's normal for you? You know, when it comes to my style, it has always been something that has been more timeless, I would say. Mm-hmm. Very classic. Classic, but with a twist because I really appreciate design. I appreciate the small details and the elements of design. We are taking things that, you know, are super simple, but it could be something as easy as like uh, different colored buttons or, you know, some inside detail in the, in the collar and or the sleeve. Or a really cool outerwear piece, you know, that you wear over, you know, something super simple. And I've never been someone that always wears the color black. I appreciate color. My Mm -hmm. favorite color is navy, actually, so I don't own anything black. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that for me, nothing crazy. I have a very clean aesthetic, and so it's always, you know, very, very streamlined because that's, that's my approach. I used to wear suits every day into the office uh, at one point in time, but now over the last, you know, seven, eight years, things have definitely moved to a more casual, smart, casual approach. And so it's now all about like a, a knitwear sweater or a blazer and some uh, khakis or a cotton trousers or even denim with a, a, a nice sneaker or an Oxford shoe. And that's kind of my style. And what I particularly like because as men, we don't have very many opportunities to actually 
do very much with our passion. You know, men's yeah. menswear can be quite flat, can can be quite boring, but I take enjoyment in actually some of the accessories that we get to wear, like a cool watch. You know, mm-hmm. everyone has the Apple Watch, and I think it's great. However, an actual watch demonstrates <laughs> a little bit more individuality and yeah. more character, and so that's me. I don't own the Apple Watch because I like to change up my watches and or like a little bracelet or two in different colors and things of this nature. This is more what I like. Some of the small details that stick out and allow for me to show my individuality. That's what I I believe in when I walk out the door. And you gave a great description because I'm picturing just, you know, what you were saying. And I wonder about, and it kind of falls or fits into an introvert. I'm saying just how you're saying classic, simple, but your own sort of twist or your own flair to it, because I think many of us, we don't want to be or need to be the center of attention, and so I'm wondering, how would you help someone figure out about their own style? Like, if if say someone's like, I don't know, and and they're just dressing by what's current, because, you know, I think many of us know or should know that's not how you should dress. I mean, I think you need to take your figure into account and all of these things, but there are people, I'm sure, who whatever comes out, they buy it and they wear it. And so I'm curious about how can you sort of guide or direct people who are trying to look for their style or create their own style? Any ideas on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is a really good question. When it comes to your your own individual style and how should you create that, it really just comes down to, like, how you feel that day and, you know, and how do you feel most days and also... More importantly, you have to identify uh, those those staple pieces, I would say. You know, you need a good five to, to ten pieces that you know are proven and are going to work no matter what occasion it is, what event it is, what day, time it is. These are things that you know are always going to be proven and will work and will most importantly make you feel good. And you have to identify those pieces that do just that. They make you feel good. When it comes to clothing, that's what it's about. It's about the feeling. And most importantly, no matter what you wear, confidence has to be first and foremost. And you feel the most confident when you're wearing things that, you know, you can appreciate, that feel good on the skin. And I definitely believe in investing in key pieces. If you can, do your best to try and go after more quality fabrics because those last longer. Uh, you need like a good knitwear sweater. You need a good jacket or blazer, or a couple of blouses for the women and some great shirts and t-shirts for the men. Uh, an excellent pair of jeans always that really makes you feel most comfortable but have a clean line and a style to it. And the favorite thing that I like to tell everyone is it doesn't matter what it is that you have on, whether you are an, a person who really appreciates color or if you're more subdued in your color palette, you must find a good tailor because mm-hmm. no matter what it is, you want to make sure that the fit is impeccable and that it's not overly too large or you know not too small, but that it actually fits you just right. Because when in, when it fits you perfectly, you can really walk out with confidence and know that, you know, you're feeling good about your day and you're going to exude that as you're out in 
the office working or just running errands, whatever the case may be. So I always say when it comes to your individual style, make sure that you find pieces that you love and just make that be the center around your everyday look. Thank you. Great advice. And and keeping in with your industry, I'm curious about as an introvert, you obviously work with multiple teams, designers, I'm assuming, companies, personalities, and how do you manage and, and recharge during the day in the workplace or now working from home or however you're doing it? Because in your role, in your position, it's, I'm sure everybody needs something from you. So how do you manage that and and still get to recharge and and get what you need to be the best that you can be? Yeah, you know, that's important that you you recharge. You're absolutely right. In my role, uh, in my past role as a senior VP, I'm engaging with a lot of different departments, the marketing department, the PR department, of course, the buying team, the planning team, logistics and operations team, as well as the finance team. So there's a lot. I've always had the responsibility of being the core and the central part of the product that actually is targeted for the clients. And so as a result, I'm tapped into a variety of different areas, and they require information from me. So you're absolutely right about that. And Mm -hmm. so when you have to engage with all of these different departments all the time, it can be exhausting. It's a lot. And also, I would travel quite a bit with my work as well, particularly over to Europe. And the trips are long because we spend a significant amount of time over there, you know, curating the assortment for the stores. And they're long days. And you have to spend time with your colleagues in Europe, be it Italian or German or French, what have you. And you spend your your time throughout the day engaging with all those different individuals and then you get back to your hotel and it's like well not before dinner because they want to take you out to dinner too that's right you're absolutely right so then you go to dinner that's Mm -hmm. right and so then you get home and it's late there however in the u.s it's like another work day so you kind of do it yes yeah so it can be pretty exhausting so one of the things that I look to do is I I go through those periods of a couple of days of intensity and then I say to the team, hey guys, I'm going to need a break. I need to take this one night off, off where I do not go to dinner with you guys. You know, I enjoy dinners, of course, especially Italian food, mm-hmm. but I'm going to need this third day to just kind of regroup. I need to reset. I need to recharge. And so this is where I take a step back from doing the team thing. And then I catch up with them the day after. But it allows for me to spend that time that I need in order to, you know, pull everything back together again and, and, and have the energy that I need to go through the next series of days for work. And I would assume that goes over well. I love that you communicate that to the team, and I assume that they're like, okay, great. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's some advice for the introverts. I wanted to ask you a couple more questions, and one is about we keep finding this as we talk to introverts about we are always trying to serve others. We're always trying to make some impact and help in some way, make a difference. And so I'm curious about you're you're volunteering with a lot of organizations. You're an advisor to Anderson Group Enterprise. 
Enterprises, and I'm curious about why you think this is. What What is it? Why is it that? Because I'm asking people. I don't know why we're like this, but I love it. But why is this? And then tell us about Anderson Group Enterprises. Absolutely. You know, uh, introverts are, are mostly reflective, as we discussed yep. earlier, mm-hmm. and we're thinking. But at the end of the day, there has to be a purpose and a meaning to what we do. And so I take that same approach and and my engagements and my interactions with, you know, things that I would like to achieve as well. And so when it comes to giving back, you know, there are things that I wish that I had, you know, growing up in terms of just knowing certain things about the college experience or knowing certain things about transitioning to the work life experience and knowing things about getting involved with organizing your finances and developing wealth for down the future for yourself and or for your legacy or whomever that may be. And I have identified that this is not only something that I want, but I think that would be important for others to have as well. And so that's kind of my approach. And I really appreciate being able to give back in that regard. One of the organizations that I advise is, as you mentioned, the Anderson Group Enterprises. This one was started actually by my mom. She's Mm -hmm. the CEO and the president. And so this is an organization dedicated towards training and development of different programs specified around life skills, entering the workforce, training and development in a variety of different areas. She is the smartest person that I know, super Mm -hmm. well-read, and has developed a slew of different programs and activities that are engaging for individuals who are looking to improve certain aspects of their life. It's something that she's very much committed to, and as a result, I'm committed to helping and supporting her in that cause. And so it's one of the things that we found to be super important to give back in that way. And I do the same thing on my own when it comes to mentoring individuals that have looked up to me because of my career or things that I've been able to achieve. And I just am very willing to give back. If anyone reaches out, certainly happens before, people will find me on LinkedIn or through a contact or a colleague, whatever they are in need of, advice or otherwise. I'm one of the first ones to give it back because I just think that's so important, especially as Mm -hmm. a person of color, as a black male. I find it extremely important that we do things that are going to help move our cause forward and to help improve the trajectory of our lives. And so these are things that are important to me. And as a result, I want to share them with others. Beautiful. Thank you for that. And my last question, I usually ask for advice. But I'm going to ask you more specifically for an introvert who may be interested in getting into one of the areas in the fashion industry that we talked about, whether it be to design, create a clothing line, get into merchandising, buying operations, anything like that for a luxury brand uh, such as yourself. How do they start that path? How do they put themselves out there in their own special way. Any ideas on that? Yeah, I think the best thing that I could offer up in this area is literally to just start, just do it. I mean, I think it can be difficult sometimes and and also uh, overwhelming when you think about what all is involved with something like that. 
But the best thing that I could say to do is to start and start small and and don't overthink about, you know, the complexities of it. Just if you want to start like a design, there are so many different avenues out there now from T-shirts to, you know, joggers to like so many different areas. And there are a lot of resources, particularly online as well, that will help you and getting those types of things started, even your own website, you could start with Shopify now these days and just get something yeah. started for relatively inexpensive. And it allows you to tap into that creativity that you desire and that you have a longing and a passion for. And another way, of course, some traditional ways are to just, if you're, if you're just starting out in your career, I highly encourage what I went through, which was an executive training program. So I was fortunate enough to get started in something like that at Marshall Field. And it allowed for me to understand the foundation of things. And so as you're just getting started, you could always start there or start in one of the stores, a luxury store or a department store, and continue to push and inquire and to challenge the individuals who are in positions of leadership that this is what you want to do and be communicative about it, be very forward about it as well, and don't stop. And also, my third thing would be reach out to individuals that are in places and or positions or are doing things that you would like to do. Mm-hmm. Be surprised about how many people are out there that are willing to help. Mm-hmm. And the best thing that I could advise in this regard is yeah, look for that mentor. It's something that I would have done if I wanted to go in different directions or anything of this nature. Find people that are willing to give you the advice of how to get started. There are so many avenues, and there are definitely people out there who would support you in this in this regard. And just ask for the tips and tricks and just say, hey, I admire what you do. And I would like to get started on my own in a small way. And then eventually, as it progresses, you can scale up. But those would be the different routes that I would suggest you take as you you know, embark on something like this in your career. It's a, definitely a rewarding career. It's hard work, but it, it can bring a lot of joy to people who are really passionate about it. Wow. Well, thank you, Kenny, for that advice. Thank you for your time today. And so we appreciate you here on Hush Wildly. Thank you very much, Jerry. This was great. I appreciated talking with you and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, you too. Enjoy Hush Wildly. Please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to us. Did you know Hush Wildly has t-shirts? Yep, show the world you're an introvert without saying a word. We also have t-shirts for the extroverts in our lives who need us. Go to hushloudly.com slash shop.